Xtalks connects professionals in the life science, medical device, and food industries with useful content like webinars, job openings, articles, and virtual meetings to help you succeed in your career. This Life Science Focus podcast brings together some of our editorial staff to share insights into the latest B2B industry news to keep you up to date. And today's episode is sponsored by Gilson. Looking to save time in the lab? At Gilson, we understand the pace of scientific discovery is moving faster than ever. That's why we offer a range of automated solutions, each designed with your experiment in mind and to save you time. From sample transfer to automated pipetting with PipetMax, Gilson has a solution for your application. Our dedicated worldwide customer support team is ready to help you get started. Whether that means setting up your pre-configured system or helping you write your own methods, Gilson is here to help. We work with you to find the right solution for your application and ensure the reliability of your data. Interested in learning how automation can boost your lab's productivity? Head to go.gilson.com automation to learn more or speak to an expert. That's go.gilson.com automation. and welcome to the Xtalks Life Science Podcast. I'm Vera Kovacevic, Editor-in-Chief of Xtalks.com, and this week I'm delighted to introduce a very special guest on the show. Today with us we have Dr. Kristen Yurima, who is the President of Cell Therapy at Poseida Therapeutics. Poseida is a clinical stage biopharmaceutical company leveraging their proprietary non-viral gene engineering technologies to create groundbreaking cell and gene therapies. The company's broad genetic engineering platform technologies are advancing potentially better and safer treatments to patients with diseases such as blood cancers, like multiple myeloma, solid tumor cancers like breast and ovarian cancer, and rare genetic liver diseases. Dr. Yurima joined Poseida as president of cell therapy in April of this year. She has extensive biopharmaceutical experience in oncology and allogeneic T-cell immunotherapy. Prior to Poseida, she served as chief commercial officer at Atara Biotherapeutics, where she led the commercialization of Ebvalo, which became the world's first marketed allogeneic T-cell therapy after receiving regulatory approval in Europe for the treatment of a rare lymphoma. Dr. Yurima will speak about Poseida cell and gene therapy technologies and some of the compounds in its pipelines. Welcome to the show, Dr. Yurima. We're so glad to have you with us today. Thank you. It's, it's such a pleasure to be here. Great. So we know that you recently joined Poseida as president of cell therapy. Could you share a little bit more about your background and what specifically drew you to Poseida Therapeutics? I'd be happy to, Vera. So, you know, I've had an interest in cell therapy for a very long time. Um, I was originally trained as a bench scientist, uh, kind of a combination of biochemistry, molecular biology, and the early days of cell culture engineering. But back in those days, um, you know, the the cells or, or tissues that people were working with nothing was really emerging that showed enough promise as a medicine. So I left that for a while and um, went through training, uh, took my career in a different direction and went through many, many different functional areas that we know about in biopharma. So spent many years as a consultant, saw many companies, many areas, 
uh, spent time in clinical development as a program head, uh, led commercialization in all sorts of different therapeutic areas, and ran inline businesses um, up to up to five billion dollars. Uh, so I, I did a lot of stuff, but you know, I never left my love for cell therapy, and so, you know, I. I left to join Atara Biotherapeutics, as you just said, uh, had the pleasure to bring the first, um, world's first ever allogeneic T cell therapy through commercialization. But I always had my eye on Poseida Therapeutics because I had seen what I thought was just remarkable data in the solid tumor setting, which has been really difficult for cell therapies to crack. And I saw data that, that Poseida uh, was, was putting up from an auto program in prostate cancer. And I said, wow, that's, you know, that's something pretty special, pretty remarkable. And so I, I came to know the company over time better, came to know the team better, and was just delighted to join Poseida Therapeutics in April is, of this year, as you said, because I think Poseida has a, a truly unique combination of uh, a world-class, totally unique approach and molecular toolkit, and a phenomenal team that's really passionate about serving patients and making these new cell therapies a reality. Great. Could you tell us more about Poseidon's mission and focus in cell therapy? Yeah, absolutely. So at Poseidon, we really think the future of cell therapy is allogeneic cell therapy. Um, the company shifted focus from autologous to allogeneic cell therapy very early on uh, in, in its career because we, we really saw that in order to make the promise of cell therapy uh, possible to the thousands, tens of thousands of patients who are going to want it, you're going to need a technology that really works at scale. So our answer to meeting what we see is, is going to be the tremendous market need for these therapies, you know, really requires an, an allogeneic approach. And I know we'll talk more about that later. We also really um, think it's important to look at all different types of, of tumors. So most of the success stories in cell therapy to date are on the liquid tumor side and the hematology side. And we have uh, a number of programs active on that side, but we also do a lot of work um, in solid tumors. And we're very excited about the promise of bringing cell therapy into the solid tumor setting. And so I know you've mentioned this um, that Poseida focuses on allogeneic uh, therapies now, but what are the advantages of off-the-shelf or allogeneic CAR T-cell therapy versus autologous cell therapy? And why is Poseida's approach unique? Yeah, absolutely. So the, the first and most obvious advantage to allogeneic CAR T-therapy, if you're a patient or if you're a physician, is allogeneic and off the shelf means the therapy is ready now. You know, it's ready at the time that the patient needs it. So uh, in, in case 
you know, you're not so familiar with cell therapy, the cell, most of the cell therapies that we have on the market today are autologous. They're made from a patient's own cells. And that is very laborious, uh, requires the patient to undergo a, a pretty time-consuming um, apheresis of their cells. They have to be shipped off for you know a number of weeks, anywhere from several to maybe up to six weeks, um, where the cells are engineered and grown up. There's not a guarantee that that will work. Um, you know, we hope that it will work, and and people are getting better at that all the time. But you know, it, it's it's not always successful. And then the cells are shipped back for infusion into the patient. So there's there's a pretty long waiting time. And if you're a, a cancer patient, or you know, or you're a loved one or caregiver um, for someone who's a cancer patient that waiting time is incredibly frustrating. And let me tell you, it's frustrating for physicians as well, right? They would like to be able to offer their patients uh, immediate solutions versus, versus having to wait. So I think that's the first and most obvious advantage, but there are really important other advantages too. So if, if you think about making a, a, an autologous cell therapy individually for a patient, it's it's very bespoke, but it's hard to do. And it's hard to do that for many patients at the same time. And that is indeed what we're seeing um, in the marketplace. So we hear lots of stories where um, beyond just waiting for therapy, patients aren't able to get a manufacturing slot for the autologous therapy. They're just There just isn't enough capacity in manufacturing to go around. So think about how frustrating um, and, you know, and, and how awful that is for the healthcare system, you know, to have therapies that we know work, but not enough supply for patients. Well, with an allogeneic cell therapy, that's, you're, you're completely turning that paradigm around. So what we do is we manufacture large batches of cell therapy. We store them in inventory and then they can be shipped to you know each and every patient that requires the therapy in a very short period of time. So we think that this ability to manufacture at a larger scale that's going to meet the needs of you know tens of thousands of patients potentially uh, is really really important, and that's going to bring the promise and the potential of cell therapy to many more patients who are, are going to be hoping for that benefit. You also asked what makes Poseidon's approach, uh, approach unique. Well, there are a few things. So even within allogeneic cell therapy, you're gonna find that there are lots of different companies out there doing lots of different things, starting with different kinds of cells. Um, we have really focused in on T cells as, as the right type of cell. That's because almost all of the data that really comes from therapies showing you know, real, real benefit in clinical trials is using T cells and not, not some other kind of cell. Uh, we also believe they're easier to manufacture. But then even within T cells, we have honed in on a very special subtype of T cells. They're called T stem cell memory cells. And 
what we're finding as this field matures more and more is the more early uh memory type, we call it, of your cells, the, the, the less differentiated your T cells are, the more powerful they are when dosed in a patient and translating into the kind of, of deep, durable clinical responses that we all want to see. So the T stem cell memory cells are, are a rare uh, type, but our technology is is really powerful in that we're able to do our genetic engineering in these T stem cell memory cells effectively, uh, much more effectively than other types of technologies can do it. And then our manufacturing process enables us to keep that T stem cell memory type intact all the way through the production process. So what that means is a Poseida allogeneic um, T-cell product, CAR-T product, has a potential to be fundamentally quite differentiated, quite different from those that that um, are produced using other companies' processes. And we're really excited about that. That's great. Um, now I wanted to ask uh, more about Poseidon's technology platforms and how they enable that approach to CAR-T drug development. And can you please also talk about things like the manufacturing advantages? Because I know that cell and gene therapies are known for being difficult in terms of manufacturing and scaling up and so on. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that, um, Vera. And and so I would say Poseida has, has built from scratch in-house a really powerful suite of technologies. And... I'll, I'll focus in on three of them. Um, so I'll tell you about uh, our transposon technology that we call piggyback, our cast clover gene editing system, and, and then our booster molecule. And we really use this, this package of tools um, to help us design and manufacture these, these unique products that I was talking about. So piggyback, is a fully non-viral approach to um, transposing or, or transfecting genes um, that carry the CAR or the TCR into the T stem cell memory cells that we're using. Um, most companies are using a viral vector technology, which can be expensive. There's been challenges with reliability, but the piggyback transposon is incredibly powerful because um, not only is it is it non-viral to start with, but it has the advantage of having an enormous cargo capacity. What that means is we're able to put in multiple genes into a single cell in essentially one step. So we can do things like put in not only the CAR uh, into the T cell, so you have a CAR T, but at the same time, we can put in a safety switch. We can put in multiple CARs or CAR and TCR. We also put in a selection gene that helps us in our manufacturing and purification process. So it's, it's fundamentally powerful in that um, we can put a lot of functionality into our cells 
in, in just a single step. We use that together with our gene editing technology that we call Cas Clover. And Cas Clover is, is very high fidelity. So it utilizes um, deactivated uh, DCAS9 as a binding protein, but in a dimer together with a guide RNA. And the system will only cut if these two guides are actually in place. Why this is advantageous is first of all, it's, it's very high fidelity. We're you know, trying to avoid uh, edits where we don't want them but it also is effective in resting T cells. So this is what helps us keep that T memory, um, early T cell memory phenotype, the stem cell memory type that I was talking about. Um, and, it's, and it's moderate in cost. So together with these gene editing tools, we can put in the genes that we want, and we can also address um, the alloreactivity of the cell. We need to, to protect the cells um, from the, the host immune system uh, as well and, and prevent alloreactivity. So those two editing tools work together to do that. And then we have a third technology that we call booster molecule. And the booster molecule is what we use to really drive our manufacturing process to very high yield levels. And what we can do is from, from one donation, we start with you know, T cells from healthy donors. So one leukopack of cells from a healthy donor, we can now manufacture into you know, well over a hundred doses. So if you think about that, um, that really gives us the, the advantage of, of being able to produce at scale and at much lower cost. So we're very optimistic that not only will be able will we be able to meet the you know uh, market demand in terms of, of volume right to meet the needs of all the patients waiting for therapy, but we're going to be able to do it um, at a at an affordable cost. That's great, and so let's shift gears now to talk about some early phase clinical trials. I saw that Poseida has two phase one programs partnered with Roche. Can you tell us about that collaboration and what it means for Poseida? Absolutely. So um, so you're quite correct. So we have a, a, a very uh, big collaboration with Roche. It covers a um, number of different heme malignancies. And within that collaboration, we have two programs that are currently in phase one. Um, so the first of these is PBCMA ALA1, um, which is program for multiple myeloma. And then we also uh, have another program, uh, which is PCD19CD20 ALA1, which is a lymphoma program. Um, so th the collaboration is, I've seen a lot of collaborations, <laughs> a lot of partnerships with a lot of companies. Um, and we, when you do collaborations, you, you never quite know what to expect. You know, some are very successful. Others can be incredibly challenging. And, you know, I'm, I'm really pleased to say that the collaboration with Roche is, is just a joy. Um, the, the companies are in constant contact. In fact, I just got back from a week-long trip uh, to Roche headquarters in Basel, Switzerland, um, so, you know, you really have scientists and, and physicians 
uh, and manufacturing folks, you know, talking with each other on on a daily basis, um, trying to think about how to to move these programs and move the science forward. And I think the companies really share the values of a science first mindset and a deep passion for patients. You know, we all really want to see um, cell therapy become useful medicines for patients. So uh, the, the first program that I mentioned, the myeloma program, that program is ahead. Um, we reported you know, early data on it some time ago, but we're, we're really looking forward to uh, providing a data update this year in the fourth quarter at a medical meeting. So um, we're, we're thinking that uh, that might well be ASH. Um, and uh, so we're in discussions with Roche about um, about what that could look like. Great. And some other frequent news, um, well, recent news from Poseida is that there was an investigational new drug clearance for the first dual car program targeting CD19 and CD20 antigens for the treatment of B-cell malignancies. And what is the company and what are you looking forward to most with that program? Right, so so that's the second of those two clinical stage programs, um, you know, that we were just talking about with Roche. Um, I, you know, I'd like to really clarify that uh, that IND clearance we believe is for the first ALO dual car program against those two targets. Um, so that's, you know, that's incredibly exciting, it's exciting to potentially uh, be the first. And why that program is important is there probably aren't two better studied targets in lymphoma, you know, th that I can think of. CD19 and CD20, um, you know, we, we know that those are good targets where, you know, there's there are whole classes um, of successful therapies that that work against those um and with, with the cd20s it's to date has been chiefly antibodies the cd19s you know we have uh the autocar t's and we're really excited about the potential of putting these these things together so i mentioned with our piggyback cargo capacity we can put in multiple full-length cars so this program it's 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 not a mix of cells. It's not a tandem, you know, or by specific kind of approach. It's allogeneic uh, T cells, stem cell memory cells, that carry both a full length CD19 and a CD20 car, so two cars. And we know that in lymphoma, one of the biggest problems with today's CD19 CAR T is the issue of antigen escape. So the CD19 antigen just disappears. Well, if your CAR-T is targeting an antigen that's not there, it's it's not going to work so well. And we believe that up to 40% um, of the cases where patients are, are failing or progressing on a, a CD19 therapy could be due to this issue of antigen escape. So what we're really hoping to see is that with this dual-CAR approach, um, we can address the needs of patients who might be suffering that antigen escape, but we might also be able uh, someday to look at the therapy 
in, you know, in early lines and it would be agnostic. They might have CD19, they might have CD20, they might have both uh, antigens. And so it, it may be that it's, um, uh, it's, it's a, it's a flexible therapy, you know, in that regard. So this program um, is currently in the site activation stage. We're, you know, opening sites and we're optimistic that we will probably be dosing our first patient, um, you know, very early next year. Um, and yeah, so that will be one to watch, we think. Yeah, certainly a lot of great progress from the company. And we also, um, Astellas Pharma, they recently made a $50 million strategic investment in Poseida. Uh, what does this mean for the company going forward? Yeah, uh, thanks, for the, thanks for that question. So we're very excited about that uh, strategic investment. So we, we talked about that um, sort of late in, in the summer. And yes, so Estellas has given a, a effectively a fifty million dollars strategic investment, and we think that really validates um, the potential of Poseidon's proprietary, you know, technology and, and cell therapy approach. So, you know, it's it's essentially um, an equity uh, investment in the company, and they also have some additional rights. They kind of get front row seat, if you will, to watch the company um, through some board observer rights. Um, they also have, you know, clear interest. We've been talking about Roche and, and the HEME programs. Uh, they also have clear interest, Astellas, that is in the solid tumor programs, um, particularly our lead program, MUC1C. So they don't currently have a, a license or an option or any rights to that program, but they, um, you know, they receive some rights for a first negotiation. So we're really excited about that because, in addition to the obvious help uh, to us in just moving, you know, all of our our work and programs forward, you know, we we now have, um, you know, investment in different ways from you know two very large, very well established. Um, pharma companies with, you know, very strong presence in oncology. And they're clearly looking at Poseida and, and thinking what we're doing is, you know, is, is awfully interesting. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's really terrific to uh, have them uh, on board as well. Yeah, it must be such an exciting time um, to be with Poseida right now. Yeah. <laughs> And so um, maybe just to wrap up with a few, um, just a couple more questions. You know, for patients, right? Like what does the promise of allogeneic CAR T cell therapy mean for them? Yeah, so as I mentioned, you know, Poseida is, is absolutely um, coming from the perspective that the future of cell therapy just has to be allogeneic. Um, it's the way that more patients are going to be able to benefit from the promise of cell therapy. I mean, we have seen, you know, from the autologous approved cell therapies 
from emerging data, um, you know, from other programs that 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 cells can do things that small molecules or even monoclonal antibodies simply cannot do. These are living medicines, and we believe that they can offer transformational benefit. Maybe someday we will see that they even have the capacity to cure some, you know, some cancers. That that would be everybody's goal. And so with, with the benefits of having allogeneic cell therapy that is off the shelf, that's ready when the patient needs it, and that can be manufactured at scale so that there isn't, um, there aren't limits on supply, that's going to mean that more patients are able to benefit from these therapies um, and that treating patients with these therapies isn't going to be cost prohibitive for the healthcare system. So that's why we're here. That's what we're excited about and hope to uh, hope to bring to fruition. Great. And Dr. Yurima, is there anything else you'd like to add, uh, maybe around Poseidon's cell therapy approach and technologies? Yeah, so I guess, you know, if, if I would leave, try to leave people with one thought, um, it would be, you know, th there are a lot of cell therapy companies out there. Cell therapy is, you know, it's, it's pretty technical. You know, it can be hard to understand um, is what one company is doing really different from another or, you know, what, what does it take to stand out? And so I would emphasize that what Poseida is doing really is different um, and we believe unique. Uh, it's allogeneic. We think we're at an allogeneic tipping point where, you know, we will start to see more and more of these therapies. But even among allogeneic cell therapy, you know, what we are doing is unique. And, and a lot of that is the T stem cell memory cells. We think they are the right cell for the job. You know, the early memory stem cell type has correlated with responses in the clinic and our product and our manufacturing process um, really delivers cells that are, you know, very, very, a product that's very, very high in, in those types of cells, you know, um, I think over 90, 95% um, T stem cell memory and, and central memory cells. And so it starts with the cells, but also our unique and proprietary toolkit enables us to do different things. That ginormous piggyback cargo capacity lets us put a lot of features into our products that's just very difficult for other companies to do. And so that gives us a lot of flexibility to engineer cell therapies that will get the job done. Maybe they need multiple cars to address different targets. Maybe they need armoring. Maybe we want to make use of a proprietary safety switch. You know, we can just put a lot of functionality into cells and we think that over time, that's going to prove uh, tremendously powerful. And then lastly, you said it yourself, Vera, manufacturing uh, cell therapies and, and even T cell therapies is not easy to do. Many companies have struggled with, you know, trying to, to translate um, their manufacturing process and, and really do that with consistency at scale. 
And we feel we're really well on the path to doing that. You know, we are routinely able to deliver batches um, with, you know, over a hundred doses um, per batch from one single donation. And again, that's that's really what's going to make reaching more patients at affordable cost possible. And that's through our, our proprietary booster molecule. Great. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Urima, for all those insights and for being on the show today. I greatly appreciate your time. Thank you so much, Vera. It was uh, just a pleasure to be here. And thank you so much for the opportunity to talk with you and your listeners. That's the end of this episode of the X-Talks Life Science Podcast. If you liked today's show, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks, everyone, and see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to the X-Talks Life Science Podcast. If you enjoyed our discussions today, please share the episode with your friends and colleagues, and be sure to subscribe in order to be notified when a new episode is released. To join in on the discussion, you can find X-Talks on social media, email podcast at xtalks.com, or comment on the articles directly. Links are in the show description. Take a moment to join our community at xtalks.com to get access to everything we have to offer, including webinars, job listings, virtual meetings, articles, and more. The views and opinions expressed in the podcast are those of the speakers sharing them. They should not be taken as professional advice and do not necessarily reflect the policy or position Honeycomb Worldwide. For further information, email us at podcast at xtalks.com. Thanks for joining us and we'll see you next week.